this week on the Brody and Mo In-Law Show. Is two wins enough for someone to keep his job? There's no way you can fire someone this year. In the spirit of competition and in the spirit of Arizona sports, we would have ourselves a little contest of Arizona sports history and trivia between you two. Ellie is such a sweet, mild-mannered kid. See, that's where she gets Arizona sports, collaborate on being dads to daughters, and conversate on the pressing matters of today. Brody, it's uh, it's it's been two weeks since two weeks two weeks since I talked to you, dude. This is like the longest dry spell we've gone. We don't even like text each other anymore. What's going on? I don't know. What happened are, to us? Are you mad at me? Yeah, we, we need to go to therapy. You got a person? No. <laughs> okay. Then I guess that we gave it our best Still, shot. We tried. We just, you know, sometimes stuff just doesn't work out. You just got to be honest. Do you know how much has happened in the th- the th- three weeks? The aggregate three weeks since we've done this podcast, we've got a new NBA champion. Yeah, which is to say, a very old NBA champion. Yeah, boring. True. Yeah, true. Our same president, old, old. our president, almost died from a pandemic, but now he's healed. I think I read that on Twitter. I, is that, I think that's where I get all of my news. So I'm sure <laughs> I, I read know. it there. Uh, sure. I like my news in 30-word bites. That's, that's it. it. That's all I need. We're in the NLCS, ALCS. The Dodgers broke yeah. the record yesterday for putting up 342 mm. runs in the first uh, inning. That was kind of cool. Uh, I think the game's still going. I didn't know they were still around. Thanks for reminding me. I was having a good day until that. Uh, but the biggest news is that we are nine days away from Pac, the pack is back nine days away yes! from Pac-12 football, baby Pac-12 got it figured out it, they were like the last to the party but like we said once all the other dominoes started to get figured out we knew the pack would come around so i'm really excited to get the season started and uh you know to get football underway it'll be it's it's been fun to watch all the other colleges you know play now we get to have a table so it's fun uh, according to espn they had an article a while back that told you which team you should root for if you were a Pac-12 fan because Pac-12 wasn't playing football. The team that they chose for Arizona fans was Syracuse. So I've been okay. watching Syracuse football for like three and a half weeks. Let's go. And they're so bad, I want to watch Arizona football. <laughs> That's how bad it is. I read something I read something that the only team that they ranked um, they ranked the Big Ten and the Pac-12 schools together and uh like who was the best? And it's like, oh, they got all these ranked, all these ranked, and then like Arizona and then Rutgers. <laughs> so ah. we do have one that's lower than us. We're right on the cusp with Rutgers. I'll take it. Win. What a win. What let's, a grand play them. win. Yeah. Let's play them. Pat in the power rankings, we beat Rutgers. Like <laughs> I'm in. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Has Rutgers ever won a football game in the Big Ten? Honestly, I genuinely don't think they have. I had to ask you because I didn't know they had a football program at Rutgers until just now. Maybe it's their intramural team. I don't know. Oh, football is back. Everything, it feels like sports are rolling. Everything's starting. We're trying to get to some form of normalcy. And Mo, we've had a lot of guests on this show. We're really lucky and fortunate that we get another one. Um, 
but this is a very special guest and I want you to go ahead and introduce who's our, our special guest this week. Well, here's the thing is Sean Miller called me last week and he said, can I be on the podcast? Mm -hmm. Heard a lot about you guys. I want to get on. I want to talk in depth about Arizona sports. I was like, nah. Yeah. We... Kevin Sumlin gave me a call. I said, how you feeling? You feeling better coach? You getting over COVID? He yeah. said, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm coaching right. from up in the booth. He said, I just want to be on the podcast. I said, ah, I don't have room for you, man. I had Rich yeah. Rod. I had Steve Kerr. I had Andre Iguodala. Mike uh, Andrea was it? He Mike Andrea, softball coach. He got he you. Hold you too. He sent me a text. Oh, I well, didn't talk to Mike. It's not as personal. I told all of them I don't have space for you because <laughs> I have the world's foremost authority on Arizona sports, not just football, not just basketball. The the University of Arizona's foremost authority. And really, probably the reason I care anything about sports right. is my big brother, Scott W. Schlittenhart, joining us on the podcast today. Bro, I finally got a guest host. Brody's had like 22. We've only had 18 episodes. He's had 22 <laughs> guest hosts. I'm excited to have you here. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. But your intro about nine days from Pac-12 football. We don't start until November 7th. See, the guy already knows. He's no. already right. You have let me down it's beyond. over. <laughs> I have brought shame what to my family. What am I doing here? <laughs> so how, how many days are we out then? We're 19. Yeah. Is it Big Ten that's nine days out then? Yeah, Big Ten starts next Saturday. I'm a clown. I don't even know my own conference's schedule. Wow. Mm. We're going to lose by about 625 points to Utah. So that's yeah, gonna, yeah, give, yeah. Give me some insight on this. We've got what's the schedule open up with? We've got Utah first on the road, yeah. and Arizona is plus 14 and a half. And that went down just a few, just probably a couple hours ago. It was plus 14, wasn't it? It was higher than that. Oh, geez. It, it fell to 14? <laughs> yeah, it fell to 14. <laughs> At Utah, home against USC. At Washington, at UCLA, home against Colorado, and then championship week we'll play, we'll play the the worst team in the South. I mm -hmm. mean, North because we'll be the worst team in the South. Mm -hmm. Which I actually <laughs> I actually like that mechanism. It's like an extra way to get some practices in and get the guys ready for next year. That's fine. So here here's my question. Then I I want to ask this because Arizona is not a good football team. They're probably, they don't have a win on the schedule that I can see, but there is so much hype around Grant Gannell. People are talking this guy up like crazy. Pro football focus, yep. which I assume is a professional football analysis organization because it's right there in the name. Really don't know that. anything about him. Somehow they've got him rated as the number one returning Pac-12 quarterback, I which is shocking that. to me. I don't understand how, I hate ASU. I hate him. I think Jaden Daniels is a good quarterback. He proved that he was good last year. I think Keaton Slovis at UFC is going to be fine. I think you could probably look at Chase Garbers at Cal. He's coming back. He's got to be the top candidate. No, they've got Grant Gannell as the guy. Number one, is Grant Gannell the guy? And then number two, is Grant Gannell the guy in this offense, in a Noel Mazzoni and Kevin Sumlin offense? They have depth on the offensive line, so that's going to help them. You know, they're, they're going to put up points. I know they are because they have good receivers, two really good receivers. 
in Booby Curry and um, yeah, Joiner, Joiner. Yeah, there you go. And probably a, they'll be able to run the ball because they have Brightwell, but their defense is going to be terrible. Really bad. They're gonna. They're absolutely terrible. Who's gonna play linebacker? I don't know. I uh, couldn't. I couldn't name more than. I don't think I could name one player on that defense anymore. Losing Schooler hurt, dude. He was oh, the cornerstone. Schooler, Fields and Scotty Young. Yeah, that and was cru- that was a devastating. So the defense is going to be a disaster. To, to, that means they're going to have to put up points. That means it's going to have to start with Gunnell. Is he the guy? I mean, he's he the prototypical pro-style Mazzoni quarterback. Is Mazzoni a pro-style quarterback guy, though? His big names were who? It was Brett Rose. Hundley. Mm-hmm. He was at USC when Josh Rosen was there, wasn't he? I mean, UCLA, excuse me. He definitely was there for Hundley. I didn't know he was still there for uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Rosen, too. But is huh. this a pro-style offense? Historically, no, though, right? I wouldn't think so. That's why I'm so confused at all the hype around Gannell. What I would love to see in this offense is Matt Scott. That's who I want to see. But maybe Gannell's the guy. Maybe they're going to tailor this offense to to what he does. Because they tried that with Tate last year. He couldn't throw the ball, so that offense didn't work for him. But he also refused to run it. I think Gannell, Gannell is obviously the guy because he's the only he he is the the guy. What's our next best option? <laughs> so by he's default, going to he's have to be the guy by default. Now, if you're asking, and I think I know where you're going with this, Mo. I, I think he's I think he's going to do good enough. I don't have any expectations for Arizona. I see zero wins on the schedule. So if he can pull out one win, I'm already past expectations on Greg Gannell. I don't have a big enough sample size on Gannell to know if he's the guy or not. Mo, you had mentioned Matt Scott. What what were you going? What, what were we talking about with that? I I think Grant Gannell is a fantastic quarterback. I don't know that he is the savior in this offense. Hmm. I think it, he reminds me a lot of Justin Herbert from Oregon last year. He's got the same build. He's got the same arm. He's got the same kind of bent of is he athletic? Yeah, he's athletic, but he's a throw first kind of guy. Yeah. Kevin Sumlin's offense, when you look at like Johnny Manziel and everything he ran at Texas yeah. A&M, and Noel Mazzoni running Brett Hundley at UCLA, which is kind of a dual threat, dual threat thing too. I don't think Gannell is the perfect fit for this offense, but he seems to love Mazzoni, and that's why he came to Arizona. If I had my choice of any ex-Arizona quarterback to plug into this offense right now, that I'd be like, okay, we've got a shot. I'm going Matt Scott. Even though we've got like a sample size of we've got Nick Foles we can draw from. We've got Anu Solomon who was good for like six games. We've got some other guys to pull here. Tate was good for a half a year. I'm going Matt Scott plugging him into this offense if I have my choice of any ex Arizona quarterback. Good question. It's a really good that's a really good point and a really good question. And so the obvious answer is Nick Foles, because he would win in anything because he's Nick Foles. He's you Nick know. Foles. So I mean, you know. You want to run the Philly special every game. Like, let's just do it. Nick Foles uh, but, did not call me before this because I would have said yes to that. Uh, yeah, that, he he gets an automatic pass. Yep. No offense to Scott, <laughs> but, yeah. but he it's is Nick Foles. Like my idol, he's like my idol. Uh, but I think you you stole my answer with what you were going to say, and I think it might be a new Solomon in his first run at it. Uh, you know, he obviously kind of faltered a little bit at the second when in his second go. Uh, but man, I mean, that guy had talent up the waz, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about dual threat. 
he was kind of oh i don't know if he was the pinnacle of dual threat but he certainly had the talent to prove he was the pinnacle of dual threat at arizona so i would i would pick a new solomon if if he was going to helm the ship uh in this style of offense i i think that's a great choice you you can't go wrong with what he did in 2014 yeah it was great he was great and then 2015 i don't know what happened but concussion you concussion right yeah. you got hurt first one within 2014 against utah so scott who runs the who runs the ship at arizona see i'm gonna go old school on you guys there you go bring it i would say keith smith i knew someone was gonna pull smith or ortez jenkins and it's an excellent pull keith smith's like four foot nine but <laughs> <laughs> he has to run <laughs> to get over the offensive line <laughs> i remember sitting in arizona i was sitting at games and he, he just takes off and it's like oh 70 yard touchdown. Bye. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's going to run. Oh, nope. 75 yard passing touchdown. Bye. I, I would have no problem with him running this offense either. That's it's a kind of pick. a miracle that they were able to be so prolific on offense that year under Dick Tomey, who was not a guy known for his offensive creativity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love Dick Tomey, though. Man. staying in the uh in the vein of arizona sports so you you guys are obviously brothers was competition a big thing for you guys growing up just oh competing gosh. against each other in everything in everything everything, in everything. Like, <laughs> okay good because that was that was how it was in my i have a younger brother as well and so i was uh, you know we competed in everything it didn't matter what it was but somehow you had to beat your brother so i was hoping in the in the spirit of competition and in the spirit of Arizona sports, we would have ourselves a little contest of Arizona sports history and trivia between mm-hmm. you two uh, to see who could know the most about the University of Arizona sports. So uh, if you're game, let's see who wins Arizona sports, Scott and Mo trivia game, ultra madness, awesomeness. I didn't have a time to come up with a better name. So, so I'm, I'm just going to, uh, we do this over Zoom, y'all. I'm just going to stop my video here. It's not because I'm Googling the answer. <laughs> you have to be, you can't <laughs> Google your answers. Uh, but I want to win. See, you are, that's the right answer for a brother is like, you will stop at nothing to like inject your steroids now of brain power. So that way you can win. I can guarantee so, Google will still be slow than scott on these answers though i guarantee i still have money on scott regardless <laughs> i will let you google it i know he's still gonna win um but what i what i kind of did was i think we did arizona football and i just i just kind of did arizona football and men's basketball trivia and history i i don't i think they're easy answers but then again i was the one who wrote the question so uh okay. i'm kind of biased i think so uh I think our first kind of go at it is Scott, you're the oldest and you're the guest. So you get to pick. Do you want to answer the question? You want a question first or would you like to pass your turn to Mo first? 
you, you, I, I'll, I'll take the question. If it's who's the who's the Arizona basketball coach before Sean Miller, I think I can I can answer that one. <laughs> you have like <laughs> just guess like six people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want to take the question first? So I guess also, do, would you do you want your first football question or would you like the first basketball question? Let's go basketball. All right, basketball question number one. Dun, 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 dun. I don't <laughs> Monday know. Monday night I, football. Is that it? The way it is. Um, all right, question number one. Since 1989, the NBA went to two rounds in their draft. How many Wildcats have been drafted? Okay, wait, hang on a sec, though. Like, the preface was I think these are real easy. And then you launch with one of the like. I know. I'm um, just saying. Let's I'm see. already done. I'm out. I got nothing. Right. My, I know this is gonna be wrong, but my guess is twenty nine. Good, good guess, Mo. Is this Price is Right rules? Is it closest without going over? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought through the rules that effectively. That changes my strategy so should, a lot. Let's do this. Let's do this. If you get it wrong, you get the chance to steal the question. So that twenty nine is incorrect. So, Mo, you get the chance to steal the pick point. No, you get the chance to steal. I think it's I think it's 24. Oh, 41. What? 41 Arizona basketball players have been drafted since 1989. Isn't that crazy? 31 years. We've had 41 wow. draft picks according to Wikipedia. Wow. <laughs> All right, Mo. Football or basketball? Give me an easy question, Brody. Choose the easiest sport here. Football. Give me football question. All right, football. We'll football question number one. All right. Considered a pioneer of the no-huddle offense. Rich Rodriguez. Which Arizona coach became the 30th head coach in Arizona football history? Oh, dang it. Um, the 30th head coach. I feel like they're so bad that was probably in year 30. <laughs> I guess I'm going to stick with Rich Rodriguez if it's a pioneer that no huddle. Rich Rodriguez is correct. Yes. Do not uh, second guess yourself. One point. All right. Good job. Yay. All right. Who cares? <laughs> Scott, your turn. I'm going to football. <laughs> football. Okay. Who was the first Wildcat to crack the top 10 in Heisman voting? That would be Kadeem Carey. Kadeem Carey is correct. Boom. I thought that was a hard one. I would have said job. I would have said Trunk Candidate. That's surprising to me. That was really good. Good job. He was 10th like that year. And Jameis Winston won it. Uh, uh, So I guess bonus point. I put a bonus point for this one. Only one other Arizona Wildcat has been in the top 10 in Heisman voting. Who is it? I guess this is open for either of you. Teddy Bruschi. Ooh, good guess, but not Teddy. I think it think is defense, though. It is defense. Good. Is it? Is it recent? It's more recent, isn't it? It's more recent yeah, than Teddy. Okay, then you know who it is. You know who it is. You Scott. know who it is. Scooby Wright Scoops. is the only other Arizona Wildcat to get be no, in the top ten. In going back to that Kadeem answer, I remember him in the running for like all these running back of the year kind of awards that in that in that mm-hmm. twenty. 15th season right and he couldn't win him because he wasn't old enough 
I didn't <laughs> know like, that. Yo. <laughs> yeah. He was like a sophomore and you had to be at least a junior. I have to go back and look, but there's something about that. I remember. I remember I played blackjack against Kadeem Carey one time and he, I probably should have been practicing, but like we showed up at the casino and he was there. <laughs> we were like, Hey, you're Kadeem Carey. All right. He was playing really good too. So I guarantee uh, he you wasn't 21. <laughs> I don't think he was 21 during that. If you're talking about youth, I don't know, man. I can't win the Dodd Walker uh, and I can't win a blackjack table. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mo, you're up. Okay, switch it back to basketball. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I personally think basketball is a little bit easier, but we'll 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 see how this one goes. Love to have that Who, preface when I get a question real wrong here. All right, we'll see. This, uh, this one might trip you up because, well, we'll okay. see. Who is who is the only Wildcat to win the John Wooden Award for Most Outstanding Player? We've only got one. We only have one. Is it DeAndre Ayton? It is not, how is DeAndre, it not Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. Scott, your pick. You get this chance to Wooden. steal. I'm going to say Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott, 1989, is the only Wildcat to win the John Wooden Award. Man, what a steal. That's a joke, dude. That's a joke. <laughs> I'm going to Google DeAndre Ayton dunk videos all night now. <laughs> if you're on that, you got to do Raleigh Alkins dunk because oh that's the most insane dunk I've ever seen ever happen in the history of basketball. Were you in the, the stadium for that one? No, but I watched it happen. So when he dunked over that USC player, it was like slow motion on the screen. I was like, oh, this is not good. I Don't go. The, I thought that was at the Pac 12 tournament. Brody went to the Pac 12 tournament the year before. Oh, okay. The year before that, I went when we beat Oregon in the in the championship. In the greatest uh, Pac-12 tournament in Arizona history, you were there. It was incredible. It was so cool. It was like McHale North in Vegas. It was so cool. All right, I forgot who's up, and I already forgot the score uh, too. Scott I think just Scott's stole winning. another point. He's up three hundred and one. So, all right, Scott, you're up. I think we've got one, two. We got two more football and two more basketball. So you get to pick. I'll go football. All right, <clears throat> football. How many wins does Arizona currently hold over Arizona State University? We're up by five on them. (laughs) That should count for a point. (laughs) You get half a point for that one. (laughs) I just went to a podcast with Shane Dale who wrote wrote, wrote a whole book on the the rivalry. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say 56. Oh, close. That's really close. Mo. Dude, I was going to say 56. Ah, shoot. 58. Oh, the other direction. <laughs> 40, 49. They have That's 49 wins. That's it. I thought it was in the 50s for oh, sure. That's what it's... According, according to my sources, which is not very reliable, so oh, I you, believe you may you. have to I believe figure it. that out. But <laughs> 49. But they still hold... They have more wins than losses against ASU, which is honestly, at the end of the day, the most important thing to remember. Football or basketball? We got one more football question, and then we've got two more okay, basketball, let's go basketball ones. then. All right. Who holds the record for the most games played? Ooh. Josh Pazner. That is not my answer. <laughs> you just want to say his name on the podcast? Give him some love. <laughs> guy is desperate for work Josh right Pazner. now. Every time someone says his name, he gets a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> most games played. Channing Fry is going to be my guess. 
Channing Fry is second. Dang it! Good guess, though. Very good guess. He might be third. I'm not. I, okay. He's up there, but he's not number one. So Scott with the chance to steal. That's a good. That was a good guess, though. I wanted to call him Chase Jeter because I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> One side of him, anyway. Um, it's a toughie. I don't know. Craig McMillan. Oh, another good guess. Is Dusan Ristich 141 <laughs> games? Yeah, he played 141 games. Four years. You know, went to the postseason in a bunch. Yeah, I guess 141 right. games. He also, I think it's him. I'll have to go back and look. He has the most wins too uh, of any Arizona basketball player, That's just right. because he's. He played. I think he even got another year of eligibility, so he he played a lot and played a lot of postseason games. So, all right, I forgot. I think we have like one more question each, and I don't remember I just, who we I, left off. On. I was the last one oh. picked. Okay. All right, so, Scott. You want to do the football one or the basketball? If you one? get this one right, that. you win. By the way, because it's two one. <laughs> so a lot of pressure here, buddy. Don't miss this free throw. <laughs> I think they're both kind of hard, to be honest with you. Which one Which one do you want? Basketball or football? Basketball. basketball? Yeah. All right. Basketball. All right. Here's it. This one's probably the toughest. I think the toughest question. But who holds the highest average minutes played per game in their career? That's it's hard. I think it's hard, honestly, because it's a player that I kind of forget about. What's that? TJ McConnell. Oh, dude, a good. Oh, that was a good guess, but it's not quite yet. Not quite. Oh, man, that's a good. That's a really good guess. That would have been my guess. But it's not quite not quite right. According to my sources, again, not reliable. (laughs) It might be TJ McConnell. (laughs) Mo, your turn to steal. It's got to be a superstar because you got to have him on the court most of the time or at least someone recognizable. So it's not just like a Jamoke. It's someone we know, but probably not someone super prominent. Yeah, those are, that's true. Yeah. Like, I see, think my so. heart is leaning towards, um, this is not my answer. My head is leaning towards Khalid Reeves, but I'm going to say oh. Salim Stoudemire. Oh, Salim's another good one. Jason Gardner, 25.5 minutes that was a game. Another choice. It had to be a point guard. 35.5 minutes a, a game. Point guard. Yeah, it had to be. Somebody that you, you could trust with the ball. Okay. Another good one though. Go <laughs> you wanna Shoot. rewind? No, that that's a good question. All right. Last one. What if we do what if we do the last one like ultra ultimate bonus point? I guess well, I, can I don't still know. Tie. I we'll can still tie and then something. you gotta pick something. Well, you can do still tie. All right, okay. Arizona doesn't really do like jersey retirements, but they do jersey recognitions mm-hmm. in football. Okay. So who was the most recent Arizona football player to have their jersey recognized? Meaning they played the most recent. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, so no. Oh, what a good guess. But I mean, he's still playing. So I think this player might be still playing. I'm not sure. Actually, that sounds bad. So I, I don't want to give anything away. But I think good guess. Antoine, I think of Antoine Kaysen. Antoine Kaysen is oh! correct. Woo! <laughs> Antoine Kaysen, the ultimate U of A fan, goes to Scott. <laughs> I don't have. I didn't have. Oh man, I need like I don't have any. We don't I'll, have any production. I'll give you some, give you some post-production <laughs> there. There's our challenge competition between. It brothers. was never really a challenge. Let's be honest. <laughs> this was Toledo versus Alabama.
your daughters are too old for this. Your daughters are more My Little Pony age, yeah? Are they still onto My Little Pony? Uh, yeah, you, you yeah? can say what's, that. What's the new, what's the new thing in, in, like, the post, I don't even know what to call that age range. The preteen? Isabel's preteen, no. yeah? Uh, guess so. I mean, she should be 10. Okay, I don't know week. what to call that. That's the nebulous yeah. age range. I have no idea what to call it. And then Ellie's kindergarten age. Okay, so kindergarten through... What's what's the cool thing in the kindergarten through third grade range? Uh, yeah. Still My, my Little Pony. I want to get on a segue about something okay. different. About a new show that Sadie's been on to. It's called Lulu yeah, Kids. Yeah, dude, we've seen this. Uh, have we've you been in Lulu this? Kids? Okay, the only way I can describe Lulu Kids is if you took Coco Melon and you gave the writers acid and then they came out with Lulu Kids. That's the only logical explanation that I can come up with with this crazy show that I, I don't even know. Like, that's all I got. It's, it's acid was involved accurate. somewhere. That is an accurate representation. So, Scott, this show is nothing but... Like repetitive nursery rhymes, but sung by kids with terrible animation. Isabel and Ellie are watching this this show. I can I can't think of the name of it, but it's basically it's animated, and it's like a, like the villains in in all the like Batman, Superman, whatnot. It's their it's it's their kids, and they want to be like the good villains. I don't even know what it's called, but it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever. I walked upstairs one day during lunch, and I'm like, "What is? This? <laughs> I don't even know what's going on here." It's me with Coco Melon. I don't understand the difference. It's like, what is happening? I thought it was wheels on the bus, but now the bus is underwater. What the? What the heck happened? Why are you drowning all these kids, driver? Maybe he was the good villain that grew up. That Maybe. Was, uh, Maybe that's the only thing I can think the of. The Lulu Kids cinematic universe is connected to good villains. The conspiracy <laughs> theory is coming out hard in me right now. I have no idea what the show you're referencing is called, but in my head it will forever be known as Good Villains. Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go. Yep. So we have that to look forward to. That's great. <laughs> teen I want to know the punctuation in this because it's important. Is it Teen, comma, Titans... Go question mark? Go <laughs> exclamation point. So it's an it's yep. an assertion. Teen Titans yep. go. <laughs> that speaking of which, that is uh, Posey's new favorite word, and maybe the only one she'll do on command is just go. So I've taught her that when the dogs so, come in, I say, "What do you say to puppies?" Go, go. But I'm trying to get her to to do it during like a sporting event. So we were watching football on Sunday, and I was like, there goes Kyler. Go, Kyler. Go. 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 <laughs> so does she know? So here's the difference. You know, Sadie's two, a little over two now. Does Posey understand, like, go means something? I think Posey likely thinks go means dog because she's associating with that. We're like, what do you say to puppies? <laughs> go. 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 Well, Sadie fully understands what go means and is like, that, that, go, <laughs> mama, go. She like pushes us now. Like, I don't like get out. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm just standing here. Like, I'm not even in your way. What? You went out of your way to tell me to leave. Why? 
So there's that. She knows what she wants. That I'm dealing with. What was Isabel's first word? We have this video of Ellie. She's probably two. And she's sitting in her rocking chair. And she's sitting like right here and the TV like super close for some whatever reason. <laughs> and there's football on in the background. And she's just saying, run, 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 run. And she's getting all excited. Run, 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 run. <laughs> now, what's the big difference in having going from one kid to two, Scott? Because we only have one, right? So I don't know anything about going to a second one what's the is there a difference yeah but i mean isabel was super like chill and and low-key and easy ellie is not (laughs) or was was not it was everything was a struggle i mean from the from you know the whole pregnancy to you know the newborn years to potty training it was just it's a struggle but Mm -hmm. But then Ellie is like exactly like me in her mannerisms, her personality. Everything is just like she's like me. And Isabel <laughs> is exactly mm. like them. So wait, Ellie was the difficult one and Isabel was the chill one? I would have thought the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. Ellie. Ellie is such a sweet, mild-mannered kid. See, that's where she gets to. <laughs> she knows your weakness. <laughs> oh, I know I'm cute, so I can get away with almost anything. Yeah. I would have put it at the exact opposite. Ellie is super introverted, just like me. And Isabel is extroverted like none of us. <laughs> Did it take them? Can't meet a stranger. Did it take them a while to start getting along, or were they instantly friends? I think right, pretty much right away they were. I mean, they still fight like cats and dogs, but so like when Ellie was born, did Isabel like understand that this is oh, a yeah. child? She. Yep. She. We kind of we kind of talked her through it right like when we found out we were pregnant. Right. Um, that was pregnant. Like, yeah, you're gonna have either a brother or a sister. Yeah. She named the the kid Pud. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't that stick? I mean, <laughs> we have like we have like a a Shutterfly book about that whole summer. <laughs> the summer of Pud. <laughs> the summer uh, of Pud. Like Deb's phone started taking pictures and. The summer of Pud. That sounds like a great '90s alternative punk rock band. <laughs> 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 Mo, I think I found your next band name. Done, done, and done. That's it. <laughs> all working grunge, on the artwork all the time. Grunge. That's it. Except for that one album closer. That's like a bad acoustic song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have the bad acoustics, and yeah, you, you need to work on your rock ballad. Uh huh. I think the I need pud to that sm- got away. I need to smoke a lot more <laughs> to get that gravel voice. Oh. That Nickelback voice, you know? Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm just going to come to your house on Thanksgiving and just start ripping all of your jeans <laughs> and clothes. This is your new outlet. This is your new... This is the way you look now. <laughs> Commit to bud. Commit to bud. <laughs> That's a better name. Commit, Commit to bud.
Give me, real quick, give me what you think Arizona is going to do football-wise this season. Can they Can they win a game? They can always beat ASU. That's always a crapshoot. Reasonably, will this team win a game? Yes, they're going to beat Colorado. Okay. Colorado's a, a, almost as bad as the dumpster fire as Arizona. Oh, I think really? It's a, I think it's a uh, coin flip, but I I think at home, Colorado, they're the win. All right, I like that. And, and maybe that's before the ASU game, so maybe they'll have some confidence, and then ASU's probably going to be fighting for Pac-12 South Championship, all that kind of jazz. Maybe we go and we, we come home and play for some type of, I don't know, and we have an actual shot. That's my hope. Two wins max, though, yeah? It's a two-win yep. max season. Oh, yeah. Is two wins enough for someone to keep his job? There's no way you can fire someone this year. With the, the way the athletic department is in regards to finances, they're still paying Rich Rod. Hmm. Someone has a $10 million buyout, mm. three years left on his contract, and then you're going to try to fi- hire another coach? There's no money. Mm. I mean, that was the reason why they couldn't get rid of him last year, right? Couldn't scrape up the money. Um, they, yeah, but they wanted to real bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody was... It was close, because I remember on the boards, on the Wildcat Authority boards, I was like, there was posts about... Yeah, it could happen. Can anybody reasonably fire a coach this year, given the no. just the weirdness that's going on? There's just no way. Yeah, there's. I, I agree. There's just no way. You can't really actively justify it, right? Because the coach has so many, you know, this season's going to be a wash. I mean, it really is. You, you look at teams like Oklahoma. Oklahoma is playing garbage football. I mean, they really are ter- playing terrible, but... They're fine. Lincoln Riley's going to have a job next year. And Oklahoma fans are upset because they lost two games. And I'm like, bro, my team can't win two games in a season. So just calm down. But he's got, you know, everybody can be like, COVID threw off our whole schedule. And, it, and it's true, mm-hmm. right? Like they did. Really didn't get spring ball. Your summer practices are pretty limited. Some schools still haven't really fully opened. So you're, it's, a, it's a win season, right? Brody, to your point, College football, I think, has the least legitimacy of any national sport under the pandemic. Like, no one's going to question that the Lakers are the title winners, right? No one's going to question yeah. that title at all because the bubble stayed intact. Everybody played. No, no big name got dropped to COVID. They played everybody. They played their regular season closer, those last eight games. Like, that was a legit season. Baseball, for the most yeah. part, the same. We saw some well, games get canceled. I, I would go with I'll go with MLB. They just got off to a rocky start. They did, which which kind of threw I think just a curve proverbial curveball right into their their season. But I would I would say the playoffs have gone relatively normal. Um, so so I do agree with that. Even though they got off to a rocky start, yeah. Football's had a few hiccups too. Like the Titans can't uh, figure that yeah. out, and they yeah. had to postpone a few games, but they're playing them. So yeah. at the end of that season, no one's going to question whether that was a legitimate title or not. And I don't think college basketball is going to have an issue either because they've had a, a head start to figure out what they're going to do. They're going to start back up in November. But college football, man, Big Ten came in late. Pac-12 came in late. SEC came in late. 
no one is going to look back on this season and be like, Clemson was the obvious title winner. They're going to say, what True. a waste of a year. That was just guys playing for draft picks. So you, I mean, you cannot fire a coach in this season. If you do, that guy had to have had the hottest seat from last year. Right. It had to have been a colossal failure of epic proportions to get fired this year. Yes. I think you're right. Let's let's say that you can't you for some reason you can fire fire someone. Let's just just for fun. Who would you replace him with? That's success that's another thing I keep thinking back on is nobody's gonna get fired this year. So who do you who do you go to? Do you go the retread like we have for the last two coaches that haven't worked out? Or do you go Hot coordinator like Stoops. I go hot coordinator like Stoops because Stoops was like a play within a play. I didn't really care what was going on on the field. I wanted to see Stoops <laughs> blow a head gasket at every single play. And so I got to watch like a secondary play, which was always kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no head coach left. Brody, you're right. It's got to be some some up and comer who's not going to get looked somewhere else. No one's leaving a good mid-tier program to come to Arizona. You gotta get someone who's. I mean, you gotta it, get it's almost real to the lucky. point. You'd have to go. You're gonna have to dig real deep in an assistant coach somewhere. Uh, I mean, maybe even a D two school because there's a lot of assistant coaching jobs in big programs that are really desirable, and it's hard to argue with that, right? I mean, almost the assistant coach at let's just say Alabama for the sake of argument, probably more desirable than a head coach at Arizona. Oh, yep, most years. So, yeah, man, where do you go? Who's available? I mean, you. I would even think, you know, you start looking at NFL coordinators that want to be head coaches, but then you're talking about, you know, being a head coach in the NFL is different than being a head coach in college because you have to recruit. Maybe you should make sure your players don't tweet stuff about how you didn't come to Arizona to run the triple option if you're trying to get a coach, too. Maybe make sure you don't do that, Khalil Tate. Go start your clothing line, buddy. Whoopsies. <laughs> oh, that clothing line. Thank you, Scott, for being on the show. It took me a little bit to convince you, but you came on and you embarrassed me in front of everybody with your sports knowledge like we all knew you would. You, you took me to task with it. Uh, it was good to have you on, dude. Thanks for being here. Yeah, man. So we're going to put you on the spot again one last time because we always make our guests choose a number and Brody auctions off to it. So give us a number something of significance to you or just something that's off the top of your head. That's fine too. Let's say 22. 22. All right. Why, why 22? Just because <laughs> 22. <laughs> Even better. 22. We love you. All right. And that a bit of a bit of here in this good. And that a bit of five dollar and here that a bit of find out a bit of a bit of now ten. And that a bit of ten dollar and here that a bit of fifteen. And that a bit of fifteen dollar and here that a bit of twenty. And that a bit of twenty dollar and here that a bit of twenty pond. Here that a bit of a bum bum pond. Here that a bit of twenty two. Here that a bit of twenty two because here that a bit of twenty two. Just because here that a bit of twenty two. Twenty three. And that a bit of twenty three. Where that a bit of a bit of a bit of twenty three. Sold it. 22, just because, Mo, and just because, Scott. Thank you, Scott, for coming on. We appreciate you, man. 
and thank you all for listening to the Brody and Mo In-Law Show. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on Twitter at In-Law Show, or you can email us at bmils2020 at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.